I'm a dude, and I'm inviting you to join me on a podcast about brews. Does that include stouts? Yes. Yes, of course it includes stouts. Like I was saying, join us every Saturday on the journey hey, hey, into... Hey, co- wait a minute. Do you, do you guys do anything about, like, IPAs? Yes. Like that? Yes, of, yes, of, yes, we do IPAs. Okay. It's, okay. It, yes. Anyway, join us on the Journey into Comics Network for Brews with Dudes. Whoa, whoa, po- hey, hey, do you... Have you guys ever... Do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima... Oh. Zima... Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world. What on earth is that? It's a Journey into Comics Network production! It absolutely will be. How was your guys' weekend? Huh? How was your weekend? How was the weekend? Uh, it was good. I uh watched hockey and uh, actually no, today is the first weekend I got out of the house. Word. I saw like my aunt and uncle and my cousins. It's pretty tight. They like grilled and like they have a pool, so we were hanging out with them. Chill. So it was like it was cool. It was nice, you know, like small family get together. It's cool. Cool. How about you? You uh, guys was, went out of the. Right? It was uh my friend Gina's birthday on Saturday and Greg's birthday yesterday, so we like rented this Airbnb lake house in Laporte and like just drank a bunch and rented a boat and shit. It was tight. Yeah, the pictures looked fun. It was cool. It's like me and. Uh, like Mikey and Brian and Vito and shit. It was super cool. We just like Fla- had... flash forward, Mikey. No, we were on the like the deck of this beach house talking about like, oh, who would play who in a movie about everybody? And Mikey pulled up that guy. He goes, this guy would play me. I'm like, oh shit, you're right. It is that guy. Well, we'll have to we'll have to do that with that each other before the end of the pod. Absolutely. But, but it'll fit the uh, it'll fit the scenario. Of the pod, because today we're talking about 90 sitcoms, so it'll be who would play all of us in a 90 sitcom. Beautiful. Um, so, welcome to welcome to the pod. What it's up, me. y'all? It's your boy, Mill, with my co-host, Larry. Hi. The printer. The printer. T-H-A. The printer. T-H-U-H. The. <laughs> the printer. <laughs> and uh, fact-ass Steve. Shout what out. to do, baby? <laughs> Never gets old. It coming really doesn't. <laughs> coming to you live from... The Red Lobster. Yeah, from the Red Lobster. Dude, I still want to get a um because I'm I'm too I'm too like poor to afford a red lobster. I still want to get like a long John Silvers and make it like a cyber goth cafe. I thought you were talking about like buying a singular red lobster. Like when Kramer gets arrested for stealing the lobsters. He doesn't buy those, he just he just takes them out. Hey, of the that's traps. relevant to this episode. Um True. Yeah, so we're talking about that. And before we start, I just want to say, um, you texted me about my, our, our friend Mikey, friend of the pod. Um, what up, Mikey? Uh, yeah, and, uh, we love him. He's an amazing musician, by the way. He um, absolutely is. A kind recording, of live, guitar, singing, everything. But um, 
Anyways, you texted me about him looking like the kid. You were like, do you remember Flash Forward? And at first, I thought it was like a band. I'm like, what What band is he talking about? It's like and some dad like, rock ass band. Well, it I mean, sounds it, like a local band. It sounds like Absolutely. a local band. Yeah, no, that's what I thought. I'm like, what is this, like a 2006 Legion Hall band? And then you're like, no, that Disney show. Because I was like five when that show was on. Right, right. So like, I remember it. But when I looked it up and I saw the picture, I was like, oh, yeah. It was like some like middle school. like Yeah, nothing like, crazy. Thing. It's exactly but, like, what you think it is. Yeah. But that's cool, though, that he looks like that guy. Or that I guy wanted like to him. cast him as Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> well, maybe Mikey should just replace Ellen. Because they have to, like, replace her or whatever. <laughs> so just be Mike being an, just... abra- an abrasive cock to people on TV? <laughs> yeah, like, it's, like, all, it's, like, it's Mike, but it's still, like, it's still, like, 300 moms in the audience, and he's just being a prick. And like That show would be amazing. Oh, I would pay, like, that would be, like, must-see TV. Also, that's a 90s thing, too. And, like, the first, yeah, that is, and the first, like, uh, like Arsenio Hall or something, but, <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> um, the, the first, the first episode would just be Vito and, like, Brian fighting on the other couch. would <laughs> be so Drink, sick. Drinking, like, a whole handle of gin. They'd be drinking J-Mo. For sure, what, they'd be drinking J-Mo. Or whatever's there. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Shout out, Low Country. Shout out, Conch. Shout out, Conch. Um, Conch. Yeah, so what do you guys want? Well, I guess like uh, the talk shows is kind of its own thing, but I don't know if you guys have like a one you want to just talk about. I'm just kind of ranting. A talk show? No, 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 about sitcoms. I don't want to oh, go off okay. the rail. I don't want to oh. go off the rail yet. We just started. Yeah, we d- um, right. Um, I, I, you guys just want to like just rattle off like your top three. Shit. Okay, we could do that. Yeah. One of y'all go first. Um, are we counting The Simpsons? Yeah. No, it's a cartoon. Oh, if it doesn't count, then that's fair. I can it's talk. Like a, it's technically a sitcom, but it's animated. So, like, well, that's a, that probably gets okay, its own fair. episode. Th- that could get a thousand episode series. It's the fucking Simpsons. Right. Well, we we could probably do a cartoon sitcom episode, like with South Park and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for so, sure. So, well, I'm just saying because, like, if it counts, it's like my number one. Sure. Like seasons one through eleven, and then. Only sec- second to it, only is Seinfeld, like arguably the greatest TV show of all time. Word. And my number three is Frasier. Respect. Shout out. Shout out Frasier. Uh, the the older I get, and the more of a cynical bastard I get, the more I relate to Frasier and Seinfeld. And I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but they're brilliant. And uh, I don't know if it is either. <laughs> the dude that plays Frasier, Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey yeah, Grammer. He's sideshow Bob. Yeah, <laughs> he absolutely is. So, 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 so Joe Bob looks like fireworks. And then they did brother <laughs> from another. Then they did brother from another series where, uh, what the heck? Do not disturb on it. Sorry guys. Um, and uh, they do brother from another series. So they write in Sideshow Bob's brother, and he's casted uh, as Niles. Niles Crane. That's Crane's awesome, brother. Yeah, it's badass. Um. um God. Hell yeah. You both Honestly, went um at the same for, time. For um, me, it's like this. The if Simpsons counts again, that's number. Yeah, for me, same thing. But to me, Seinfeld is like number one if it doesn't count Simpsons. Um, and then it's kind of a mixed bag because there's a lot of shows I like that either like they started in the '90s, but they weren't really '90s sitcoms like that '70s show. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I mean, yeah, it started in the, the '90s. I think it counts. But that's kind of also when TV started to change a little Fair. bit. 
Um, but then I, I'd have to think about like a, I, I haven't really ranked them because some of them I like because of nostalgia, and then some I like because they're just still good. Like Seinfeld like shows, I remember like being so sick as a kid, so I like revisit them and I watch them. Like, oh, this is fucking bad. So yeah. it might just be like a nostalgia thing because it doesn't or, fucking hold up. Or some of them have like good episodes, but not every episode is good. Sure. Like to me, we were talking about Home Improvement. Word, there's some, some good ones. There's sometimes I watch them like this is. I mean, maybe I'm lame for saying this, but they're funny, and they also some of them are like legit, like where he's trying to be over masculine, and it kind of shuts him up. And like in the '90s, they weren't really defending women that much, and they were like respecting them and, and stuff like right. that. Right. <laughs> and there was, and this sounds lame, but it's like true. It's like there's a lot of episodes where they're like, "Yo, like." Um, Jill would be like, women can just do everything and you're an idiot. And she was right. And it was just kind of like, yo, shout out. Cause they weren't doing that on TV, but yeah, also like low, low key progressive. Shout yeah. out Jill Taylor. Yeah. Which, for which, real. Which, which, which I might add, it's funny now. Cause like, didn't, didn't Tim Allen just catch a bunch of shit for his like new show? Sure did. That was like <laughs> the opposite. Rare. Like, well, that's cause he's old and white and whatever. But, um, yeah, remember... True. But remember, uh, the, the the fucking best character is the brother Mark when he turns goth. Wasn't okay. that just one episode? No, it's like a whole season. That's awesome. That was yeah. the one where the older one was smoking weed. We're trying to <laughs> we're trying to inventory how in how many '90s sitcoms have at least one. It could be a one episode story arc or a season long one, where someone's kid goes goth. Because in Frasier, well, the one Christmas where uh, his kid flies in, uh, he's like just totally gothed out, like eye black, just out of nowhere. <laughs> so sick. <laughs> um, so we're like, how many? How many of these '90s sitcoms are there where there's like a like like does this, well, was this like a TV trope? In the '90s, like mall goth was like well, a big ass deal. Okay, not it's exactly goth, but stemming from like early like when that became more mainstream. There's an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch where she's supposed to go see Smashing Pumpkins. And there's there's yeah. a lot of episodes where they would go see bands because it was like a mid-90s teen show. There was an episode of Clarissa Explains It All when she was going to go see Nirvana. No, it was Pearl Jam. Because Sam got the tickets. And then she had to... There was like a something with her grandparents or something. That could be true. Because I think Kurt was dead. There was also an episode of um, Corso Explains It All when she was going to go see the Violent Femmes. No, they, Yo, they see the Violent Femmes in Sabrina. Maybe they that's actually, what I meant. They're, they're actually in the show, like the real band. But anyways, point being, she's so, supposed to go see Smashing Pumpkins, and then she gets grounded or something. But in real life, I was watching this. There's a Smashing Pumpkins performance on uh, maybe Letter. I don't know if it was Letterman, one of those talk shows from the 90s. And... Sure. Um, they're playing like melancholy era shit, and like Melissa Joan Hart was one of the guests, and she's they asked her, she's like, "I'm actually a huge fan," and I was geeking out because Billy Corgan was backstage, and this is like '90s Billy Corgan, so he's probably <laughs> wearing like silver pants, and well, then again, like a I fucking like dress shirt that's like a actually a, a concubine I, shirt that's like long as fuck. <laughs> I think I've seen him play live in a dress twice, so I mean, he's still got. <laughs> so yeah, but anyways, like. That that they're not really goth on that show per se, but they were into like um, alternative music and shit like that, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So they get like a half point. So you stopped at that '70s show with being one of your three. Oh, I got off track. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's that's, weird because like we do. <laughs> I really like bad ones. Like I like Step by Step, and it's terrible. No, Step by Step is so good. 
step by step is is good depending on which actors are in which episode because there's too many fucking people on that show. They tried to make like a '90s Brady Bunch. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, but like, but the Brady Bunch didn't have a fucking Cody in a van. (laughs) That's true. But the thing is, um, they can't like. It was like we're the '90s progressive Brady Bunch. We can talk about how like our mom and dad fuck or whatever, and it's just like. Yeah, like, uh, no, that's not going to make the show good. I don't want to hear Suzanne Summers and Patrick Duffy be horny the whole time. and that's kinda Dude, straight is. up, if Suzanne Summers and Patrick Duffy had a real sex tape, I would own it. <laughs> yeah, but you'd have to buy it on VHS. I would prefer it on VHS, yeah, right? for sure. Um, um, Suzanne Summers, well, didn't she invent the Thighmaster? That was, like, her thing? I think so, yeah. Or she at least did the ads for it. She did she, the ads for it. And she probably didn't invent it. But then, like, uh, she she looked like a hybrid of Farrah Fawcett and Pam Anderson in that show. Yeah, she really did. She looked, like, so tight. <laughs> but, yeah, I like that show. And uh, I, I know, top three, though, I mean... It's I a know. really hard question. It is. Because, like, I like all these bad ones. Um, there's so many. Because, like, there's Boy Meets World is probably, probably my top three. I, I love... Love, love Boy Meets World so much. Like, that's probably my top, my three is, like, if I don't have Simpsons, it's, like, Seinfeld, that 70s show, Boy Meets World. Maybe. I would say, I would say that Boy Meets World is probably my number three, if if we can't count the Simpsons. Word. Respect. Because that show. Great show. We, yeah. We'll talk about that, because I want to ask you your top three, but I was going to say, that show's like, actually, like, holds up. Oh, yeah, it absolutely does. Like, there's still things to talk about on that show that are, like, legitimate now and uh there's no goth i don't think but uh doesn't minkus, doesn't minkus turn goth or something i actually think there's an episode where Minkus becomes like i don't want to say goth but like i guess for a normie 90s term he becomes like a rocker because like uh sean's grunge because mr feeney talks about how he likes counting crows that's why Sean's grunge. <laughs> and, well, also, he, like, dresses like he's in fucking... Counting Crows. Like, Soundgarden, yeah. <laughs> he's so tight. What do you got for top three before we rant about that? Shit. Like, I mean, Boy Meets World is one of the three. Gotta have uh, it. Shout out fucking Reba. Okay, respect. <laughs> Reba was great. And, like, I don't want to be lame, but, like, pro- honestly, probably friends. See, I, Friends could be in my top three, too, and I want to talk about that show a lot because there's a lot to talk about how, how people react to it right now. Mm-hmm. But the reason I didn't have it in my top three was I, I watched it so many times. Sure. And I know every episode, like, word for word. So I think when I watch an episode of Boy Meets World or something, it's, like, more refreshing. Yeah, I feel that for sure. But But I was watching, so, like, all right. I'm going to go off on a top uh, tangent real quick, and you guys can just butt in when you want. Word. So, like, Friends was a show I really liked, um, like, before it was ever on Netflix or anything. Right. I actually had all ten seasons on D- I still have all ten seasons on DVD. And I never, ever heard anybody say anything bad about it. And then when it went up on Netflix and a bunch of younger kids who never got the opportunity to be into it because they were too young and now they're old enough to get the jokes... It became real popular, and you see t-shirts and stuff, and I was like, oh, cool, people like this again, 90s. And all these people on the internet go out of their way to hate on it. Like, they go out of their way to hate on it because it's popular. And I'm like, if you don't like it, that's fine, but it's nothing about it's objectively bad. 
No. And I don't I mean, get it's that. not like one of the biggest TV shows of all time because it sucks, you know? It's still funny to me. It's just like, I think, I mean, I really like the show, but like, I think it's okay to say like, if you're like, oh, well, you know, that show's fine, but like this show, this show, like I don't like it as much as the other ones or I don't prefer it. That's fine. But like people go out of their way to tell you that it sucks and, or like, yeah, they you, do. you see shit on Facebook and it's like, the truth is that 70s show is greater than Friends. And I'm like, actually, I don't know that. Like I referenced that 70s show in my top three, but I think also part of the reason why is I grew up with that show. Whereas like when Friends ended, I was pretty young. Sure. Well, actually, that's that's a bad compromise because that '70s show only ended two years later. But and uh, the, the like the tail end of that '70s show, like the last couple seasons, were are bad. bad. Yeah, they're real bad. Like they're uh, really like they like replaced people and kept the names the same. Like no one was gonna fucking notice that. That's ridiculous. I um, I think Friends is one also of the Sky mo- Point Lori. Yeah, for sure. Yo, um, that's right. I think Sky Friends Point. is one of the most important um shows ever because of one main reason it's the first real sitcom to feature a true ensemble cast where they all they told the producers that they were not going to get paid unless it was all equal like they weren't going to sign that's so tight and by the last and like couple, it, they had that show had six main characters six like, yes yeah, true ensemble. it wasn't like so many shows have like one or two main characters and a bunch of secondary characters and like yeah and, and the i tears think go down I think it's important to look at because the last two seasons they're all making a million per episode, which is like twenty-two to twenty-four million a season. And what's crazy is, yeah, it's a lot of money for six, and they have to pay all six people. But what's awesome, again, not to try to be like political, but half of the the cast were women. Yeah. And a lot of the times, women weren't getting paid what men were for their shows, for most of them. Sure. So I'm like, I think that that kind of changed the landscape of just in general how people were going to get paid and ensemble casts and didn't matter, you know, if you're a guy or a girl. The whole business aspect of that show was really important. And it went for 10 fucking seasons. And the 10th season's funny. All the seasons are funny. They get like almost like they get better as they go on because like the early seasons were. I don't want to use corny to like separate one season because every season was corny. It's a corny fucking show. Yeah, but they just got they got funnier as time went on. I think the first few have like they're funny the first times you hear the jokes, but like after a couple three seasons of some of the same jokes, it gets funnier when they start mixing it up. Sure, that's kind of you know what I mean because they have all these catchphrases, and I guess that's maybe why people hate on it. But it's also like again, it, it people go so far out of their way to hate on that show, and I just don't understand it. Like if you don't like it, that's fine, but like it's all all nineties shows are kind of bad in their own way. Sure. I, just, I just think it's an I just think it's an easy target, because uh, a lot of people like it. A lot of like it's like the, a lot of people in the general public like it. So it's just one to kind of someone will put themselves over by. Like, oh, I don't watch this. To me though, it's funny when you see it comparing it to something like that '70s show. Like like yeah, I I watch this and it's like that '70s show isn't fucking score like a Scorsese film. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not <laughs> like it's not any better. It's just a teenage version. Of friends. Yeah. Do you remember that '80s show? Yeah, it like didn't last. No, it lasted like I think it was a pilot, and then like three or four episodes after. I can't recall a thing about it other than that it fucking flopped. That's all I know. Missed, oppor- missed opportunity there because you could always uh, like retrospective nostalgia is like kind of like easy money in a way, you know. I I just think that 70s oh, yeah. sh- that 70s show to me was important cuz I I watched like I'd be young it would come on after wrestling. 
Sure. Or whatever. And that, that station had, like, that and Malcolm in the Middle and all this good shit. Yo! I completely forgot about Malcolm in the Middle. That's one of my fucking top three for sure. Yeah, I mean, shout out Frankie Muniz. He's like a drummer in a band now. Shout out all them motherfuckers. Those kids were tight. They were terrible children. <laughs> I just, uh, I, th- I think, like, people sometimes put too much stake in what other people think. So then they get all bent out of shape over, like, what the best show is from the 90s. And it's like, yo, like, your Facebook opinion doesn't mean shit. Right. Also, I face- don't like that Friends is, like, 200% white people. Yeah, even but, Gun- Gunther's hair is even white. Gunther, Gunther's hair is clear. Gunther Shut- looks like fucking Nick Hexum from 311. <laughs> Shout out Gunther, though. Made a mean Americano. How did they afford their lives? Because uh, the um, Monica's grandma had like some kind of rent deal. It was like secured, and they got she got the apartment from her grandma. It's like in the script. Oh. They talk, they joke about it all the time. Like if it wasn't for that, they wouldn't be able to live there. I mean that's fair because like those giant as fuck like two or three bedroom apartments in like Greenwich and, Village or wherever they lived. Yeah. Now those like honest to god would be like sixty five hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Don't they live in Manhattan? Yeah. Yeah. In Greenwich, like, in, in Greenwich Village, but yeah, um, like the bonkers expensive. But like the whole the and only like one of them works at like a. A fucking retail store where Joey doesn't even have a fucking job. Yeah, well, I mean... These people couldn't survive living in, like, fucking Cedar Lake. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it's television, so that's why it's... I mean, Jerry, like, to, to, to credit that, it's like Seinfeld's sort of the same shit. Right, because... He, he doesn't live in Manhattan, though. No, but, I mean, anywhere in New York... Like, well, he lives in New York, and an apartment like, like Seinfeld's apartment in New York today would be, like, four grand a month. And not he just probably, that, like, he he's a stand-up. Stand-up, yeah. Like, Although, he does tour, hell though. No. He does tour, though. In real life, oh, yeah, I guess on the show he does go out of town a lot and stuff, but George would be fucked. What does George do? Half the season he doesn't do shit, or half the season. Okay, he worked for the Yankees, though. That's big money. For some of it, but, like, he didn't get that job until, like, what season was it? Like five or six? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like in the middle. The when middle he, yeah, because they have the guy playing St- George Steinbrenner, and it's only like the back of his head. It's, uh, <laughs> but it's Larry so, David's voiceover. Yeah, but it's like a shitty, yeah. it's like a shitty Steinbrenner impersonation. Like, it's not good. It's, it's just Larry David talking. Um, I mean, there's like, there's lots of unrealistic things about almost any show, though. They have to make plot convenience. I mean, yeah, I get that. It's like in Home Alone, like... Peter McAllister lived in this giant fucking like Evanston ass mansion with that's like a where, million that's... kids, and he's able to like afford to send him and his whole extended family to fucking Paris for Christmas. That's uh, what did he do for a living? Well, that's like Pete Wentz's uh, neighborhood in Wilmette. That's where that house is. Mm-hmm. This is tight, actually. One time, um, probably like six years ago, um, we all got off work at the bike shop. We're all, like, hanging out. It's, like, a beautiful night. And we're like, yo, let's go ride to the suburbs and just, like, cruise. Who gives a shit? We got nothing to do tomorrow. So we're riding. We're, like, we're in Wilmette, like, huge, crazy, ridiculous, bonkers, giant yeah, houses. Just, all like, nice rolling. house. Yeah. And I stop and I look at him like, yo, you guys. And I'm like, what? I'm like, that's the fucking Home Alone house. No one gave a shit. <laughs> I'm like, we are in front of Kevin McAllister's fucking Fortress of Traps and shit. And, like, 
Y'all don't fucking care. Fuck you guys. I was so bombed. Home Alone will come. We'll, we'll probably do a Christmas Patreon episode. Oh, yeah. But only the first two. After that, who gives a shit? There's only two Home Alones as far as I'm concerned. Um, I think, uh, I, I think, like, when you talk about, like, you know, realistic stuff in shows, though, a lot of people do use that against friends. Like, oh, they'd never be able to afford to live there. And it's like, yeah, that's totally valid. But, like, you can. But it's a TV show. Like, who yeah, cares? it's like, you look at any TV show and it's, like, not realistic. Like, there's there's going to be parts that are just plot convenience. If it was realistic, you wouldn't want to watch it. you go live your own damn life. Like, people don't talk about how, like, Smallville has Superman in it and he can, is allergic to some certain rock and can fly. Yeah, right. Motherfuckers. That show sucked. That show, yeah, that show. Is that 90s? I thought that was like that was, early 2000s. That was early 2000s. That was Drew Carey's show the 90s? Yeah, that show kicks ass with Mimi and shit. And like the and Ryan Stiles. Oh, God. That, I've been you trying to... see that meme? It's a it's a picture of the cast of the Drew Carey show. It's like, if you really like Scott so much, what band is this? Dude, yeah, because it's like him and Mimi. They look like dancehall crashers or something. Oh, wearing like bowling shirts and shit. <laughs> Dude. I, you can ask Steve, I've been bitching for like nine months trying to find the stream of the of Drew Carey show. I loved that show growing up. My parents used to watch that, and I would like stay up and watch it as a little kid, like probably around the time Steve was born. Was it on NBC or was I think it was CBS. I can't remember. I think it was like, ABC. If, if, NBC has the, if NBC has the rights, it might be on uh, on Peacock. I'll be so stoked. Um, Drew Carey show, yeah, I mean, that was, that was classic. Um... Whose line? I mean, not a sitcom, but whose line was also? I still love. Whose line was? There was a lot of good live TV in the nineties. Fuck yeah, there was. Shout out Wayne Brady. <laughs> For sure, shout out Wayne Brady. Like Wayne Brady's cool. Like as hell, he is. Wayne cool. Brady's a man. What does he say? Is like, is, is Wayne Brady gonna have to choke a bitch or what? <laughs> whatever? He smokes fucking PCP. <laughs> <laughs> drives by like shoots these guys in the chest and shit was that the Chappelle show yeah all right that's not 90s but that's still solid um Wayne Brady I watched Chappelle show like almost all of it within like the last two months or so so and it it holds up better than anything has ever held up in life yo speaking of shit that didn't hold up though Wayne Brady had a talk show did he? Yeah, it was like the Wayne Brady show, and it was a talk show, and it lasted like not very long. Wasn't it in like the mid two thousands? Yeah, it was like two thousand time. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he does. Uh, let's make a deal now, maybe or. Well, that he does. Who's line? They still do it with a different host. He doesn't know. Drew Carey does the prices right, doesn't he? Yeah, the Wayne the Wayne yeah. Brady show is yeah, from o, o one to o four. Oh, it lasted longer than I thought. Yeah, four years, three three years. Good math, cool. Not bad, that though. A, that was a variety show. I feel like he did... He's still on Let's Make a Deal. Well, here's, like, something, like, speaking of realistic... I feel realistic, like he had, like, a talk show on USA Network or something. He uh, he won season two of The Masked Singer. Um, he was amazing, know, actually. Speaking of I things that aren't... I that show. Speaking of things that aren't realistic, the only show that handles kids smoking pot and drinking and stuff realistically is that 70s show. Yeah, because it's, like... I don't know. Yeah, kids smoke pot and drink sometimes. But, like, it's just funny because, like, when you watch, like, Boy Meets World, they have the episode where they go to the party and Corey gets drunk. You remember that? Yeah. Or, like, Do you remember they... that episode of Seventh Heaven where those kids were huffing paint? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
We were talking about that at work. That's a 90s show. Yeah, that, I believe that. That was a great fucking show. And the song, the theme song, slams. That show, though, like, it was so funny when they would have a dramatic thing happen. Because, like, when the kid... Every episode of that show was dramatic as hell. No, right. It was a drama. But, like, the one kid was, like, the oldest brother, like, had pot. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, gonna... It was fucking bonkers, like... Their dad was just gonna go ape shit. Also, their dad is in that one. He's the the real dad, and it's always sunny, and it's like really funny to me when. He's, yeah, oh my god, that is him. <laughs> and it's like really funny to me because I'm like, yo, Reverend Camden's like a prick in this show. Didn't Reverend Camden in real life fuck some kids? Yeah, I think he got in trouble, but I don't know all the details. I think I don't know if he like. I think he hooked up with some girls that were young, like mm. maybe too young. But I don't know the details, so I don't want to maybe fact ask Steve. But I don't even know if I want to go I, into I don't, it. I don't. I don't really want to look that up. Yeah, but uh, I feel that. So oh, yeah, so that uh, that happened with uh, Belmont so fu- this morning. Did you see that? Yeah. So yeah, fuck, yeah. fuck Reverend Camden and fuck Belmont. That like I'm really bummed about that because I really like Belmont. That sucks, man. They kicked him out right away though. Here's the thing, we can you know obviously we're gonna go off on tangents. It sucks that like people think that that's okay to do that kind of shit Absolutely and like sucks. it continues happening but i was talking to steve for a while like i kind of this was kind of naive of me but i was thinking not that band people are holier than thou by any means but i kept thinking why does this keep happening in the music scene but then i realized like it's just so common in the workplace it's really no different it's fucking it's it's a whole it's terrible no because i mean some some girl can't go on social media and be like oh hey my boss at target tried to bang me and like it become this huge viral thing because he, that guy's not famous that's why those things become big because people know who these people are for sure and like it should come out and you know those guys shouldn't have the privilege to to do cool shit if they're they need to go get help and be held accountable yeah. um but like also it's just it sucks when you find out that like oh well the other guys didn't do anything but it's kind of like a boys club type thing where they're covering right. up. And it's like, that's not cool. No, it's not. Keep um, your hands to yourself. Don't bother anybody. Yeah. That's, I mean, it, it, that's so easy to do. Just don't fucking, bother anybody. I mean, it's just like... I don't know. It's 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 damn... We got, I know we got on the top now. It's a serious thing we have to talk about. It's just like, it sucks. It, yeah. And, um, if, and, as, and again, if it will... If you do something shitty, own up to it. If you're doing something shitty and someone and someone brings it to your attention, accept it. You know, I know I'm using just like dumbed down terms. No, but, but like, that's valid. Yeah, and also if you're doing something shitty and sleeping with someone who is not old enough to make a rational decision, fuck you. And if your friends are doing something shitty, let them know. Cancel sex. Yep. 2021, I'm calling it now, the era of asexuality, where, where nobody... Not just, just cancel all sex for everyone because so many... Just Shitbags ruin sex for good you, people. You, you know what it's like? You know when you're in school and you're supposed to get something like, like oh, it's like we're going to get extra recess or something, and then someone shithead's a bad kid and it gets canceled for the whole class? Yeah, fuck that kid! That's what it's like real life is like now. <laughs> yeah, just, just we'll, we'll all go celibate. The only, thing we, the only thing we can talk about. Fuck, yeah, but also fuck Morrissey. <laughs> um, Bryce! We, it's like, this, fuck, you can't even like good music. God damn got, it. This got pretty gnarly. Um, 
but it is yeah. important for us to address these things. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, we'll get back if, on, though. If I, if I may take it into a brighter direction. Please. Tight. This is a music podcast, so I think we should talk about the fact that Wayne Brady has two albums. What? Yeah, Wayne Brady's a phenomenal singer. He won season two of The Masked Singer because he's an incredible singer. And, and like, he's been amazing. On, and, he, and he's been on Broadway for like 15 years. I knew he could yeah. sing like that, but I didn't know he made like records. There is not a thing that Wayne Brady can't do better than everybody. So, That's true. And he, he's a good dresser. I guess the moral of the Smooth last... Smooth as fuck, yeah. The, <laughs> the moral of the last like eight minutes or so of the podcast, don't be like shitty people in bands. Be more like Wayne Brady. Bro, Wayne Brady would be on, like, uh, Who's Line with some, like, two-tone alligator skin-ass shoes or something. Like, just <laughs> fucking shitting on everybody. Flex, yeah. Dude, Flexing. um, okay, so I want to I want to flex like Wayne Brady. So, so going back, we were talking about 7th Heaven. I think the only person who became a huge star was Jessica Biel. Right? Yeah, it's literally, like, have you seen any of their 30 kids and anything else? <laughs> no, but she, isn't she married to Justin Timberlake? Yeah, which I think is odd, because, like, I mean, she's obviously remarkably pretty, Ugh. but, like, Justin Timberlake is Justin fucking Timberlake, and he could be married to anyone in the world that he wants at all. It's Justin Timberlake. Hey, man. Just Jessica Biel? Hey, maybe you know, she, you know what's maybe really, she's just really, really cool? I don't you, know. That's you know his choice. Respect. Really funny, though? I, saw, I, watched, I watched her on Jimmy Kimmel once, and uh, she... They were like talking about JT and her, and they pulled up this interview from her when she was shooting Seventh Heaven in the nineties, like like early like season one or two or something when she was like a teenager, and they were like, "So how do you feel about In Sync?" And she's like, ah, "I don't really care for them." <laughs> and she Fuck basically you. she was she was basically like, "Yeah, I heard one of their CDs. It's it's fine. It's whatever." See that and, that's probably that's probably what got him. She was cool guying his music. Yep, that's it. I'm like she, pointing uh, and making gestures. You can't see it. I got to stop doing that. Yeah, it wasn't like, an awkward silence. Because their their show was supposed to be <laughs> that that show was supposed to be really wholesome. Like obviously they address things like sex pretty often and drugs and guns. Definitely and huffing, huffing paint, paint. Huffing paint. But like, <laughs> but like they got super bummed because she's supposed to be like she's supposed to be like eldest Camden daughter, and then she went off and did photos for Maxim or something like while she was shooting one of the seasons. <laughs> And I guess they got all pissed off at her. Dude, whatever. Fuck I'm up. like, have you seen her, though? Like, oh, good God. Like, that's awesome. They, like, talk, they talked about Huffing Paint. Like, it was uh, it was an issue, like, worldwide. Like, it was a big thing. Like, I've oh, never... Kids are I've, Huffing Paint. We got to bring this shit to the public. Like, nobody huffs paint, man. I might try it now. True. Dude, I was when I was finishing that guitar, like I was getting high in my garage, like spraying clear coat, like because I I should have put my mask on. Honestly, I was like spraying. I'm like, damn, I feel kind of. I need I need like a sandwich and like a chocolate uh, milk. The, the Lost Causes <laughs> Social Club podcast does not endorse uh, huffing paint. That's no, super true. I'm I'm just joking. Don't huff about... paint or, or really do like any actual drugs ever because it's not that's not tight. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna smoke a little weed, we're not gonna tell on you. But don't 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 do any like no intravenous drugs, nothing that goes up your nose. Certainly nothing that's under your fucking sink. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Drano will kill you. 
Right. I learned. I was listening. I listened to a lot of true crime podcasts, and these these guys like made people drink Drano, and it like it like burned up there. It fucked them up. It was scary. Yeah, um, it wasn't gonna be like an okay situation. Like something's gonna happen. No, but I was like getting nervous listening to it. Um, I'm trying to think. Like there are some people from sitcoms that got pretty famous. Sure. But like I feel like not many people them... from Friends got that famous. Well, they all did that for ten fucking years. I feel like they were burned out. Besides, Je- well, Jen Aniston's huge. Everyone, yeah, it's, it's uh, just her. Like Courtney every, Cox is only fucking. She fucked up her nose when she redid uh, it. She looks ugly. <laughs> I'm sorry. She was uh, what's her name in Scream? The news chick. Yeah. Well, Courtney Gail Cox. Was, Courtney Cox did a bunch of minor roles before she nailed Friends. Like, she's in the Bruce Springsteen video. Sure is. And uh, she's so in was Max Weinberg. Of, she's in an episode of Seinfeld. For real? Yeah, she's like one of like. Jerry's thousand it's, hot it's girlfriends. It's the one. It's it's the one where uh, he lies and says it's her wife, so that or says it's his wife, so he gets a discount on his laundry. The dry cleaning, yeah. Respect. But uh, but like I feel like a lot of them were probably burned out because like when I was in New York, oh god, like it was like six years ago. Um, there was a Broadway um show that was like had what's his name all over it um david schwimmer like he like produced it or wrote it or something so he was like doing that i think joey or or, uh not joey what the fuck is his name uh matt leblanc and matthew perry tried to do stuff and they were just the two who couldn't nail anything no they really couldn't which is a bummer because like they're funny yeah matthew perry's a a pretty funny guy but like he was in that dumb zach zach efron uh like 17 again yeah, where it was like reverse 13 going on 30. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, cool, Blink-182, what's my age again? And then I watched the movie, and I'm like, this movie sucks. Uh, if you heard that crack, I just opened a mango white claw, because I am a girl named Stephanie. <laughs> Shout out, Steph. Shout out, Stephanie. Um, Tanner. Stephanie Tanner. Oh, fucking Full House! Full Shit! House, yeah. Shit! That hasn't been mentioned one time yet, we're like... Deep, kind of deep well, in this, like that is the quintessential epitome. Like that's the they're only chasing safety of ninety sitcoms. Yeah, but that's because the whole fucking last episode we spent talking about her huge boobs. Oh yeah, so this oh like call back to our other jackassery. This is tight. Um, <laughs> um, you know what? Stephanie's friend that's in the band with her that smokes cigarettes. What's her name? That's like real bitchy. She plays uh, Koki Mason in the Babysitters Club movie. Dude, that girl is in everything in the '90s. She's in so much shit. I gotta okay, I gotta fact check. Hold on. Also, that girl, um, when she's in the Babysitters Club movie, she is hitting on this one dude named Logan, trying to convince him to go to a Smashing Pumpkins concert. Shout the fuck out. Okay, I gotta look up. Um, you guys keep talking. I'm just gonna have to fact check this. I'll uh, I'll make a few points here randomly uh, that are kind of retroactive from what we've been talking about um if you want to talk success post Gia. sitcom oh. what <laughs> her name is G- her name is Gia. oh Mar- yeah I was, Mar- I was like listening to steve and i marla, forgot that this happened Mar- marla sokoloff that's her name so Mar- her name. marla sokoloff is in like a billion things in the 90s where they're like one-off roles but she's in everything what like, was your thing that you were about to say that I was about to say? Yeah, yeah. I oh. sh- yeah, I should address. Okay, good job. Okay. Uh, uh, the the three supporting characters in Seinfeld all tried to make their own sitcoms, 
after the fact, and they were all canceled like within the first few weeks. Oh, yeah. I they believe call, that. They call it the Seinfeld curse. Oh, bummer. The only person who like did something like substantial after that was Larry David when he started doing Curb. Shout out Curb. What a great show. Shout out Curb. <clears throat> okay, so real quick. Um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus plays um, the mom in the movie North. Have you ever seen that movie? No. No, I don't understand why no one has heard of this movie. It's so fucking good. She, she's she's done she's done I feel like a, a bunch of movie roles since, but uh, I guess like all three actors, uh, her, Jason Alexander, and Michael Richards, all like got their all their own shows essentially, and like they all were just complete failures. And then all the Actually, shit, and then all the shit with Michael Richards happened. In that movie, yeah, fuck that guy. But in that movie where she plays this kid's mom, her husband is Jason Alexander, actually. <laughs> so real quick, so Marla Sokolov's kind of typecast as like the the stuck up like bratty girl at the school. Yeah, like, like the pigtails, combat boots. Yeah, like she's girl, like yeah. she's like she's hot, but she's a bitch type of girl. Mm-hmm. So here's a few select credits. Are you ready? Yep. She's in Boy Meets World, Step mm-hmm. by Step, Full House, Babysitters Club. Home Improvement, Third Rock from the Sun. Uh, she's in Seventh Heaven. She's in Dude, Where's My Car? That, that's 2000s. And she's also um, she's in that Freaky Friday TV movie. The Disney oh, one. Oh, shit. She's in, oh, and she's in um, uh, right here, Sabrina. I think she's in that Sabrina the Teenage Witch movie, I think. Did it say it on there? I thought she was. Anyways, she's in a... T- and then she still acts. She's in a bunch of stuff now. But she was like a typecast, like, bitchy friend. And I'm pretty sure that she was in Stephanie's band and, like, she smoked cigarettes. And then she came back in Fuller House. And she was still a bitch. She's like the female Val. She In real life, she's probably the nicest person. And then, because in, like, 40 billion roles, she had to play a bitch. Yeah, because I'm sure Val, in real life, Val's not a dickhead. Actually, no, because I see pictures of what he looks like now. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you probably suck. Fucking so that's not fuck Val and, and fuck Xander too. <laughs> fuck, fuck Xander a little more than Val because at least Val was like gnarly and could like rip on blades. Yeah, Xander is just a prick. Nope. Anyways, I'm sorry. I just wanted to like <laughs> list because like you know I really appreciate like another there's 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 more of these types of people in movies, but like in the '90s there would be people you'd see in a ton of stuff, but they would never be like the main character. Right, and she's absolutely. Absolutely one of them. Probably like the one that was in the most shit. But you remember her and then I because I remember I was watching some uh some I was watching something on Hulu and I was like maybe step by step and I was like, Oh, like that girl's that's Gia from Full House and I looked it up and I was like, She's in all because I remember she's she's in an early Boy Meets World and like I don't know if she has a party and Corey goes to it or one of those episodes, but like she's in an early Boy Meets World episode. Mm-hmm. So she absolutely was. Shout out. Shout out her for sure. Shout out Cokie Mason. Like, I want to do shots with her. <laughs> Respect. I want to do... man. <laughs> uh, I want to do shots with my favorite... My favorite 90s... Wayne Brady. No, the best 90s sitcom was... Uh, uh, character was Al in Step by Step. Like, the tomboy Who's girl. Al in Step by Step? She was, like, the tomboy daughter. Because all she did... Oh! Because sure, all... Sure. all I, I just rewatched that show, and all she does... Was talk shit to people the whole show. I was thinking you were you were gonna say Al from Home Improvement, and I'm like, word. Well, he's he's like the opposite end of that. Like, shout out Al because he's kind and respectful and kind of like everybody's nice uncle. Do you remember the very last episode of Boy Meets World? Yes, or of Home Improvement, not Boy Meets World. Oh, Home also yes, yeah. Um, and they they showed Wilson's face finally, 
But like he was in other shit before that, so you're like, yeah, no shit, it's that guy. Like it wasn't surprising. Yeah, he was like a big time like actor before that. He's dead though, so like Sky Point Wilson. Sky Point Wilson, damn. Um, Sky Point Wilson. Wilson was like the sickest. I uh in Home Improvement. Well, okay, here's a one. Pam Anderson was on Home Improvement. She had to leave to do Baywatch full time. Really? She was the tool time girl for the, like the first season, and then they got Heidi. Oh shit! Yeah, but then okay. Ba- but then Baywatch became like the her and Yasmin Bleeth became like mega stars, and they had to do that instead. Right, right. Um, but Home, home Improvement. Well, John, JTT was huge because he left at the end. Shout out the episode where JTT had cancer. Oh, that was a tearjerker. Um, he let him skip school to go to the arcade to tell him he had cancer. It's like, don't tell me that shit at home, man. You know, JTT kind of um was one of those weird guy like cases where he got so popular real young, and then after that he was in everything. Like he voiced Simba in The Lion King. He sure did. And the guy who did Simba's uh Simba's singing voice was Marcus from My Brother and Me. Yeah. And then uh, JTT also, uh, he was in all those movies, like I Won't Be Home for Christmas and shit. And Oh, Man in the House, shout out Chevy Chase. I also fucked up and said my brother me, but I meant to say smart guy. No, no, I, I knew what you were talking about for some reason, because I knew I saw the dude's face. But um, I've seen Oh, uh, but yeah, uh, Man in the House was a fucking ripper of a movie. I, uh... Squatting Dog. Squatting Dog, yeah, Little Wing and Squatting Dog. <laughs> So what do you guys want to sing? Louie Louie. Um, <laughs> I had that I had that movie on VHS growing up. Um, but uh, the the two other ones I was going to run by that were off the top of my head was one was Fresh Prince. I feel like that almost doesn't count because of the level and water that it holds because it's so significant and so good. Yeah, but I just wanted to at least drop name drop it because it's like we could probably talk about that on its own episode. Absolutely. Fresh, Fresh also, Prince? yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Fresh Prince yeah, is yeah, amazing. That that actually, that one kind of slipped through the cracks. That is a that is a one that still the, holds up as well. The episode where his dad leaves him again and he's like, "Why doesn't he want me?" That's like the why saddest, don't he want me, man? That's, that's like the saddest thing I've ever seen on TV. Because that's like out of character. He just does it. Shout out Will Smith. Right. That was in the moment. And then, um. Yo, what Sky about Point, your... Uncle Phil. Yeah, Sky Point. I, I thought that wasn't true. I thought he was still alive. Uh, I'm pretty sure he died. Let me look. I really hope not, but if he did, like, I'm a Sky Point, like, all of my fucking limbs. And then, if uh... We, if I can get one in real quick, Sky Point John Mahoney, who played Fraser's dad. Oh, died, word! He, he died two years ago, and he, uh, he was born in, like, Blackpool, but he ended up just, like, living in Chicago. Weird. Yeah. Um, and, what and about like Blackpool, on, like, Blackpool, like, hood-ass England? England? Black, Blackpool, England, yeah. Yeah, that's like hood-ass England. That's tight. What about uh, what about Family Matters? Shout out Steve Urkel. Dude, I really, really, really like Family Matters a lot. Yeah, James, um, uh, regret to inform you, James Avery did die in 2013. Oh. Shout out Uncle Phil. Damn. What's up? This this whole podcast has been in memoriam. It kind of sucks. Yeah, because we're talking about TV shows from thirty years ago. That's true. <laughs> um, Family Matters, like the where it where it takes place, like fictionally, is supposed to be on the north side, like like in the one of the Wrigley neighborhoods, which is kind of oh uh, cool. the the house itself is um at 
Ashland and Wrightwood. Yeah, yeah. Like the one they show, like the uh, mm-hmm. exterior. It's like it's funny to me because like I don't think that ever people never think about like talk about that. But they were supposed to be living in Chicago during like the Michael Jordan era. Yep. Which is tight. I remember it was like one of my first like week or so living in Chicago, and this guy at work I worked with, he's like, "Yo, do you want to go see the Family Matters house?" It's like, "What? Do you know where it is? Can we please do that?" He's like, "Yeah, it's like a a mile from here. Let's go." And we just isn't I mean, funny? We stood and looked. That's kind of the whole thing you can do. But it was like, "Oh shit!" Isn't it, was it tight, funny? Man. Isn't it funny how important that kind of stuff to us is just out of nostalgia? No. Oh, this is also another crazy Chicago house thing. Um. It was my very, very, very first night living in Chicago. I had moved there. We unpacked all of our shit. We were watching a movie in our apartment. And I didn't even realize the movie took place in Chicago. It was just some random DVD we found in the box. Like, fuck it, we got nothing else to do. Let's put this movie in. And we lived across the street from this giant, like, beautiful cathedral. And they, like, do this slow pan of the street. And I'm like, that looks just like the cathedral outside. There's no way that it's it. And I paused it, and I went and looked. I'm like, yo, shit, that's the cathedral outside. And then, like, three houses down was the house. And it what's the movie? It's a shitty Kevin Bacon horror movie. Stir of, <laughs> Stir of Echoes. Oh, jeez. So we walked, like, three houses down, and then someone inside Walk Chalk wrote, Stir of Echoes house with a bunch of arrows pointing to the house. I'm like, I'm watching this movie right fucking now. It's across the street from my house. This is crazy. That's weird. That's insane. It was, like, the weirdest thing that's ever happened in my whole life. That is really weird. It was, it was really wild. Anyway, real shit movie. I don't recommend watching it. It's bad. Um, I think, uh... What was I going to say about Family Matters? That show is, like, whatever. Like, it's still, like, fun now and then. But I just like Stefan Urkel. Oh, when he, like, Urkel went to the handsome machine and shit? Yeah. He was... <laughs> and he came out as Julio White. Like, his real-ass, like, self. Like, smooth as fuck. That's, the, like, also, like, some, like... Wayne Brady level drip. Yeah, with like the white, like the long white coat and shit. Just smooth, like, oh, hey, girl. And then Laura all of a sudden, like, yo, I fuck with Urkel now. Yeah, she's And then like, comes back and it's like, oh, you're Urkel again? Fuck you. Look, Laura's fucking shallow. Fuck her. Yeah, she kind of sucks, actually. Um, that's not tight. Just because he's all handsome and smooth, it's still the same guy. You're just a bitch. That's, <laughs> I don't like yeah, her. She's, she's whack for sure. I'm going to, um,. You know, I like that as a kid because I feel like Urkel is entertaining, so I'll say that. And it's still fine, like, when it's on, I'll check it out. But I'm going to say, like, I think it's that's a funny show because he wasn't supposed to be on the show. He was, like, a guest character, and he became the star. Who absolutely became the star. It's a really... It's just kind of funny how... I guess that happens sometimes, but... um, I guess... I don't know if it's... There's some that are kind of, like, 80s that go into the 90s we could mention... Uh, I do remember something on Family Matters. Um, what was the oldest son, Eddie? Was that his name? Yeah. He uh, was trying to convince his dad for money for a pair of new Jordans. Yeah. He's like, come on, Dad, they're only $50. And Dad's like, absolutely not. You can't have $50 for some shoes. Yeah, and it's funny. That's insane. It's funny because, like, you can't get Nikes at, like, you know, Kohl's for under, like, generic. They're Nike, but they're, like, not, like, real. Like No, but, like, like department store Nikes now, they're, still, they're like, $75. Yeah, like, if you want, like, a pair of Air Maxes, you're still, you're you're spending, like, a buck fifty. At least. <laughs> At least, yeah. Not, and, like, the new ones are, like, two ten or whatever. Um, That is funny. That That's, like, yeah. a common, like, storyline, and you laugh at now when it's, they need money for something. Like, these concert tickets, um, like, Gunther and the Paper Brigade, that's, like, you know. Yep. Um, but there's some like growing pains, which was mostly eighties. 
I think I have to mention. Rock is dope. I think I have to mention Cheers. Like, excited. You can't really talk about Frasier without Cheers. Oh sure. Yeah. Well, che- Cheers was like mid to late eighties, right? It, it it was like eighty. I want to say eighty four to ninety three. It went That's a, a hell of a time. run. Yeah, um, and then and then went right into Frasier. Um, let's see. I'm looking. Like- I still actually haven't dedicated like did like a actual like watch Cheers front to back, but I feel like I'd appreciate Frasier more. Cheers was eighty two to ninety three. That's nuts. Wow. Yeah. Cheers doesn't get enough like respect for being such a long running fucking show. Maybe it does, and I just don't know it. And then what's we what's crazy about that was, uh, Frasier was ninety three to oh four. So in that collective universe, he went twenty two years. So um, he was playing Doctor Fraser Crane for twenty two years. Not the whole time. He came in like halfway through Cheers. Okay, so like, for like, seventeen years. Damn near twenty years, yeah. But uh, I was gonna say like, there's a bunch of those where the eighties they dip into the nineties. Like Cheers is a really famous one. But, like Growing Pains is one I watched a lot, like because they would play reruns when I was a kid. Sure. And like they had Leonardo DiCaprio before he was famous. Yeah, he got a Walkman for his birthday on an episode and a cassette from a a, a band called Mega Slime. Yeah, he like <laughs> stayed with them. He was like homeless. Yeah, how? What? Like I don't that's. Know. It was weird. So strange. Oh, shout out! Uh, what's his? Alan Thick died. The dad. Yo, oh, yeah, he so. did a couple years ago, huh? Yeah, so that sucks. Um, Saved by the Bells. And also, other... Kurt Cameron like became a crazy person. That's a bummer too. His sister's on. His sister's DJ on. Uh, she, she became a crazy person in real life as well. Yeah. Well, what can you do? Uh, Saved no, by the Bells, not... another '80s to '90s one. Yep. And uh, I feel like uh, that one is like it, it's like really popular still, but it doesn't hold up. Some parts of it hold up, sort of. Uh, I guess kind of. I the, don't really know. The best part is going on YouTube and watching that series where it's talking about why Zach Morris is Zach Morris is trash. Yeah, that's so funny. Because um, no, like I didn't really ever consider any of that, and I watched it. And I'm like, wow. What yeah. a huge piece of shit that guy was. He is terrible. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of a few more to throw, just to throw out there. Um, well, okay, My Two Dads is another 80s to 90s with uh, Stacey Keenan or whatever. She was in Step by Step. She was in that first. Yeah, okay. And then uh, wasn't the Wonder Years like late 80s into the early 90s and it ended around 93? Yes. Um, that was a great show. And th- their dad was a freaking jerk and never said nothing nice to nobody. What a dick. That was a good show, yeah. Um, I watched that show a lot growing up because they played so many reruns. And uh, what was sure. the girl's name? Winnie Cooper or whatever. His Winnie name Cooper. Was. Shout out. Um, that was a Fucking cool... straight as fuck bangs. <laughs> fucking, well, what was it, the 60s in that show? Yeah, so, I mean, it was normal. So she looked, I guess she, I looked, I wasn't she, around. she looked like Trixie Tang from uh, Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> That's awesome. But uh, I'm trying to think of a few more. There are some weird ones. Like, remember Dinosaurs? Dinosaurs was just Roseanne, but with dinosaurs instead of people. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Shout out Jim Henson. Shout out Jim Henson. Also, what's the opposite of a shout out? Uh, Fuck you. Fuck you, Roseanne. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What a piece of shit. (laughs) um, Fuck Roseanne. Also, I got like two more I want to drop real quick. 
Third Rock or, from the Sun is so underrated. Yes, yes I've been... Within the last six months, I've watched that a lot. And that show, that cast is incredible. All-star fucking cast. Fred Stewart is the man. Fred Stewart, Fred Stewart's so funny in that show. And then you have, um, uh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, John, John Lithgow. Lithgow. Mm-hmm. That was weird we said at the same time. John Lithgow and then... Um, uh, Gordon-Levitt and yeah. uh, whatever her name yeah, is. But Wayne, J- J- Wayne Knight's in it. Uh, when he's got the long... Yeah, he is. Yeah, Wayne Knight's in it. and he's, but Newman. But... But uh, uh, Levitt's got like the fucking long hair, and he's like a little kid with the middle part. And <laughs> he's then like uh, he's in fucking super heaven. Yeah. Oh, it's so <laughs> sick. And then uh, the last one I was just gonna name drop real quick was Everybody Loves Raymond. I hate Ray Romano so much. That's why I had the name. <laughs> that's why I had the name. Like, no, fuck but, off, man. I had the name drop it. Like his brother like though. This. Here's the thing. I feel like Everybody Loves Raymond was the show that set up the early 2000s because I for, it, it ran for most of the like second half of the 90s. But to me, Everybody Word. Loves Raymond, it seems like it's the same exact show as like Two and a Half Men or something. You know, Two and a Half Men blows everything. That show sucks. Yeah, but it's just funny because it's like they made Charlie, Charlie Sheen's real life into like a character. Word. They just don't talk about him being a drug addict. Cool. You want to chill for a sec, like five minutes to like pee and recoup and get some water? Yeah. Because like we've been, this is like for a straight shot. This has been solid long. All right, we're all uh, we all peed and shit. So let's go. Got some snacks. But I was just gonna say about everyone loves Raymond. My parents used to have that on because my dad was a sports writer, Word. and I think that's what he did in the show. But I remember it feeling like it was a 2000s show. Like, it fit in with Two and a Half Men and, like, George Lopez. But George Lopez was, like, the GOAT. Word. That show was tight. The staple of staying up too late. In yep, the summer. summer. Every summer. You stay up till, like, 6 a.m. and George Lopez is on. Stupid off topic, but this cake pop is amazing. <laughs> Real Starbucks hours. No, it's from some little bakery in Couts. Hell oh, yeah. Fair enough. But also Real Starbucks hours steady. It's like the rare moment of silence. Everyone's stuffing their face with snacks. Why um, did we do this during the fucking break? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Fuck it. Here, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll break the silence. I'll ask you guys a question. Uh, since we normally tie this into music in some way or another, um, out of the shows that we talked about, what would you say is like the best 90s sitcom theme song? I can talk about this for the rest of my life. Um, uh, the Cheers theme song isn't even one of the best theme songs. It's one of the best songs ever, period. The Cheers theme song is a beautifully well-written, amazing song. Yeah, and Frasier doesn't really have a theme song. It has... Um, it has ta- scrambled eggs and shit, yeah. But it's the ending credits. Oh, right! Fuck off, it just does the piano. It just, it just does the piano bit in the beginning. Mm. I'm going to ride with Step by Step. Step by Step. Because of... Seventh Heaven. Because of how over the top it is. But, like, it's... Like, if you ever listen to, like, the full thing... Yeah, it's like an... It's like, like, like a whole song. <laughs> it's like four minutes, but it's, it rips. Um, home Improvement really kicks ass. Yeah, it, it, does. it really does. I love that song. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Like, that should be my band's walkout music. Like, it gets me hype. Those fucking industrial drums and all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like some kind of house. It's like it's like house metal or house music, new metal. Code Orange. 
Can you imagine just like drop A like da da da? I love code and I love code orange. It's not a dig. Um, I can't imagine downtuned fucking home improvement because I did that the other day. Boy Meets World has a bunch of theme songs, but it like, just has two really. But um, no, there's four. There's four. There's four because there's the there's the cold mm -hmm. open one that's just like a so guitar the original riff. no, but the first season they had that. Oh yeah. And it's like weird, and then and like seasons like two, three, they have a cold open with like a, it's almost like a blues rock like riff, but I like it because it's the cartoon Corey, like he's like leaning against the globe. Then season four, they started doing the one in the car that's like the goat with the like. That's the best one, and then the other one's good too. The oh my god, that has show has four theme songs, but the number three, the instrumental fucking surf rock punk rock thing. That's the best. Yeah, that's the best one. Slams. That's, That's uh, the best one. Fucking code orange thing is still so funny. <laughs> uh, that '70s show one is like a legit song. Oh, and that changed from I think season one and two and later on. The vocals yeah, changed. Yeah, because they got the, because they got um Cheap Trick to do it. Is that who that is? The set like after the first I don't know who the first one is some some other bands but then when they got picked up like the next season uh from the rest of it it's cheap trick solid uh think, shout out chicago i think the fresh prince song deserves a shout classic absolutely i think this i think a slept on one is the family matters theme song well okay oh my god family matters yeah. family matters full house and step by step are all the same two people who did it I just I get that stuck in my head. What a fucking all, career! That's, like that's the, all. Those are the, all Miller Boyette shows. That's like a Max Martin resume right there. Yeah, because it's like yeah. um, the the Family Matters one. It's like everywhere you go. No, no, that's, that's Full House. Uh, family Matters is uh. Fucking, doom, doom, how does it start? Doom, yeah. Doom. But like the um. Yeah. Rhythmically, it's a rare the tradition the, this day and age. The, rhythmically, and the way the melody works, and like just the structure of the song, the full house song and the family matter song are really, really easy to mix up. Because, but it's the same people. So, is the, so is the step by step one. It's the same artist. It's what's the, same the full house? How do, what's the full house song? Where it's like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And then the step by step one is the same people too. It's all sick though. I love them all. They're it's like so its own good. genre. Yeah, of like '80s, '90s mashup sitcom music. Mm. But also, you can take that like it's a grand tradition this day and age thing, and apply it to the melody and structure of step by step, and it's similar. It's the same. Interesting. Theme songs fucking slay. I feel like I feel like Sabrina the Teenage Witch when it started had a cool theme, but then they went to some lame theme. Remember how the the Buffy back. theme sounds like instrumental Sum forty one? That Buffy we didn't even talk about Buffy, that's a cool show too. The Buffy show was fucking weak, but the Buffy movie from like the early nineties with Luke Perry and like Paul. Yeah, Rubin, from like ninety two. Fucking incredible yeah. fucking movie. And I'm sure the people like who wrote that movie, if they knew it was gonna become this Dramatic ass serious sitcom. They're like, no, fuck you. This movie's supposed to be like this dickhead satire thing. Leave it alone. Yeah, that movie. I have to. I have to. I haven't seen that in a long time. It's um, incredible. I'm gonna try to find this. Oh yeah, this fucking this riff rocks. Okay, hold up. 
You hear it? Yeah, you're right. That's a yeah. great fucking riff. The, the Sabrina one. Yeah, that show. Um, I also, well, I was a huge mark for uh, Clarissa Explains It All because that was my shit growing up. So I just love most of Joan Hart. Na 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 na. Hey, cool. Na 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 na. Hey, cool. And she's like writing the chalk and then flipping the words around, like kicking the shit out of Ferguson. Ferguson's a motherfucker. That dude sucked. Her brother sucked. Her parents were okay, but like her brother was a dickhead. Hey, cool. I would. Uh, I think we also need to. That's the best song. <laughs> give a massive shout out to the Seinfeld baseline. Uh, oh yeah. Can you for play sure. it? I can't slap. I'll, I'll try to learn I it. I want to learn it, but, like, every time I try to learn anything slap at all, I'm, like, just smacking my hand on it. I'm like, this fucking hurts. Why do people do this? This is stupid. <laughs> I can't fucking slap bass. I, think, I don't know it's anyone I know can. I know. I, I, could I, probably, know I, I could probably program it. I know someone who can slap bass. I'll ask him. You can program yeah. it. Like, you know, like, forgetting Sarah Marshall. When he programs <laughs> on that keyboard. <laughs> the One of the... Uh, when I was, like, learning how to sample on machine, uh, I don't know what compelled me, but I made a blast beat out of the Seinfeld theme song. Fucking tight. Send me it. So it was like, <laughs> dun, 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 you know what I mean? Oh, sure. It's like, dun, 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 dun. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys probably can't hear hey, this right cool. now. Hey, cool. Right, we can hear it pretty well. I hope we don't get copyright for this. I think we have one seven, the... or is it seven seconds or thirty seconds. That was it. Wait, hold up. Hey, hey, cool. Hey, cool. <laughs> it's like so <laughs> dumb. She's got like she's got like a black outfit on with shorts, but she has like pink tights on. Like it's so nineties. It's ridiculous. Oh, you remember Blossom? Yeah, actually, I do. We didn't talk. That was the biggest fuck in the nineties. Um, Joey Lawrence is on it. So, you're like, you remember Brotherly Love? Yeah, <laughs> Brotherly Love. I was going to say Brotherly Love. Shout out. Shout out Brotherly Love. Every, no matter what we talk about, we could be talking about fucking, like, the best deathcore record of 2008, and we're still going to end up talking about Disney. Somatic Defilement. Yeah. <laughs> or that 06. <laughs> you see? Well... I'm trying to think. We pretty much talked about almost every damn show on the TGIF lineup. All right, I was wrong. Somatic the Fallen was 07. This is Exile's 08, so I'm going this is Exile. I couldn't tell you a single Deathcore band or album because I don't know what Deathcore actually is. I listen to like Jake. I listen to like three of them. We tried to talk. He tried to explain it to me the other day, actually. So I'm like, hey, like, what's the difference between like Deathcore and Metalcore? He goes, well, you know, this and this and this. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Hmm. Just listen to the first Impending Doom album. Impending Doom is that's sick. I, is that Deathcore? Yeah. yeah. And like Acacia Strain, that's Deathcore? Kind of. When I think of Deathcore, I think of like Whitechapel, Impending Doom. Basically, just I I'm not very well versed. Well, I like Impending I Doom, Doom, but I don't like Whitechapel, so I don't know if this doesn't help me. <laughs> that style. Like of low inhale, blast beat, real metal ass. Riffs. Oh my god. What? Alright, so I'm, I'm doing some fact checking for the TGI lineups over TGIF lineups over the years. 
1993-1994 was banging, okay? It would be Family Matters, Boy Meets World, Step by Step, and Sister Sister. The greatest day of your life. Sister Sister fucking ripped hard. Yeah. I forgot um, about Sister Sister. Yeah, I, I, well, some of these, like, weren't really, like, I don't always consider them, they are sitcoms, but you don't always think of them. Um, I'm trying to shout see if there's out any Smart other. Guy. Smart He's Guy was smart sick. Smart Guy rules, man. I don't have yes. a falsetto anymore, so I can't do that. Okay. <laughs> Yo, shout out 2000-2001, they straight up put Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on the TGIF block. Yo, Skypoint Regis. Oh, huge Skypoint Regis. Oh, Philbin, word. Bro. I feel bad for saying that that was whack because he's dead right now and that's fucking shitty. But yo, but it, that is really weird though, isn't it? Right. Mm. I remember that being on primetime. America's Funniest Home Our Videos. Our parents had it on all the time. America's Funniest Home Videos is the GOAT show ever. Because it's just a YouTube fails, but on as a TV show. And now uh, Carlton from Fresh Prince does it. He sure does. Yep. It's all coming mm. together. It all just, everything's connected. Beautiful. I think uh I think like Sister Sister and Boy Meets World and um like Smart Guy, those shows getting on Disney were a really big deal because I watched like some stuff on like T like on ABC and stuff, but I was a kid, so like I didn't really care that much. Sure. And when I got a little older and they were playing reruns cuz you gotta think, like, I wasn't watching the episodes from 93 and 94 when they were on. Right. So when they when they were playing those in, like, 98, 99, I was like, oh, cool, and then I got into all those shows. It's a, it's a weird trade-off, because I, I was planning on talking about this at some point, where uh, you'll be too young to see something as it airs, so, like, we caught those Sister, Sister, Smart Guy, and Boy Meets World, maybe more, but I remember those three in syndication as a kid. Full House was in syndication a lot, but that different channel. But besides, uh, besides Boy Meets World, you know, I talk about Frasier and Seinfeld. I didn't watch Seinfeld till five years ago, and I didn't watch Frasier until last year. So I'm like, I didn't have the benefit of watching them as they aired, but like, at the same time, I don't think I would appreciate them as much had right, I, right. like until I saw them until I was like, growing up, you know. I feel that. I watched Clarissa Explains It All and like shows like that that were like while they aired because they were on like Nickelodeon. But I watched whatever my parents watched. So I watched a lot of Walker Texas Ranger and like a lot of The Practice. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have been watching that as a kid. The The Practice is on Hulu though. I'm about to start watching it again. Oh yo, you remember like watching like The West Wing and shit? Show's tight, dude. Um, Blossom. We talked about that a little bit. There's when we do the cartoon one, it'll be interesting. Cause like one of them I was gonna talk about was Daria. I can talk about Daria every day for the rest of my life. And so we um, agreed we agreed to reserve the Simpsons for its own episode then, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because oh, I forgot like, that. That's fair. Okay. No, and another thing was, but while we're still talking about the stuff in the '90s, they would take movies and try turning them into sitcoms, but the actors would change and it would suck. I did it with Clueless. Uh, they did it with 10 Things I Hate About and You, too. Yeah, and they also, they did it with Honey, we, I Shrunk the Kids. Yep. They tried doing a sitcom? It's like, you, yeah, your, your kids are... stayed shrunk for, like, multiple episodes? 
None of those, none of those uh, sitcoms for me did it. I always was just like, nah, just give me the movie. Mm-hmm. It's just Rick, it's just Rick Moranis fucking around with technology. No, but the problem, the problem was, Rick Moranis wasn't on it. Otherwise, I would have loved it. Yeah, that's whack. Rick Moranis is the goat. Shout out Rick Moranis. Shout out Rick Moranis. Slick Dude, Rick. You have to shrink the teeth. I could talk about that movie. The best one, honey, we shrunk ourselves when he shrinks the tiki man. We'll save that for another episode. <laughs> All right, word. My favorite quote of that because we talk, Larry and I talk about a lot of these Disney movie quotes, um, and he goes, "Diane, the tiki man's not a coat rack; he's a Polynesian god." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, don't anger it. Don't he'll don't let him hear you. You'll anger him. It's like a fucking big tiki in their house. That's so <laughs> sick. Suck it. I, I'm fucking shout out Rick Moranis for making me laugh. Word. Um. Okay. So that being said, unless unless you guys have any other ones you want to bring up, eh, we've not that got a lot. Not that I could think of. I think we could all just one more time, if we want to just closing statements with our top well, three. Well, I think we have to say who would play us three in a sit. Oh, if we, if we were in a '96. Yeah. Oh, this is tough because like as, as children or as adults, because I feel like I don't know. I feel like you would be a solid rider strong. I was gonna say like, I'm kind of like the Sean Hunter of like just because of my butt cut. Right. But it have to be like it have to be like season two or three, Sean. Oh no, you'd be fun, Bobby. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) With like the leather jacket, like crying and shit. No, if we're in Friends, Steve Steve's Ross when he's got the keyboard and he's making like helicopter sounds. <laughs> I want the I would love that. That's so sick. <laughs> I don't really know. Uh, it's hard for me to say, especially if like who would I would have myself be portrayed as. It would make absolutely no sense, but I think I would want to be portrayed by Larry David. That's fair. Uh, yep, that's um, sold. <laughs> I'm not that um, cool, but I would love that. If I'm picking for myself, I'm not really sure who I'd go with. Um, but like, I, I guess like Larry said, it depends on the age. Can we like agree on an age? Now, just right now, yeah, in the present. Okay. Um. Hmm. I mean, I feel like uh, people tell me I look like the one dude from. Yeah, you Who's do. That? You do. Uh, what's his name? From Parks. Yeah. Um, Which dude from Parks? Mark Brandanowitz. When I have. Oh, Adam Scott. Yeah. Yeah. When I have my hair short and it's like combed over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's a, he's in an episode of Boy Meets World. He is. When he's real young. I'm yeah. watching this uh, when we're done. <laughs> he has like he wears like one of those brown jackets with like a green shirt over it and his name's like oh, I forget his name, some with a B and he's like he's like running the school. He like he like scares away Harley Kiner. That's valid. So I guess I I'll I'll be Adam Scott because he'll play me more handsome than I could play myself. I don't know, like if I'm picking probably fun- visually probably funnier too. I don't know, if I'm picking like what I look like and maybe how I act, I might say Joey Tribbiani. Fair enough. <laughs> this is like I eat constantly and like I'm dumb and I'm like thick and I have dark hair. How you doing? But I don't, yeah, but like I don't have some like whack ass catchphrase, so I feel like I'm better than that. So I don't know. How about the, chick that, the chick that plays Blossom. 
<laughs> Sick. I don't. Us, yeah, honestly, no. honestly, us three, because it's, it's not '90s, so it doesn't count, I guess. But we would just be the three dudes from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> yeah, but who would be who? Mm. I don't know. I feel like Steve's probably Charlie. I think he's too chill. Charlie's like actually crazy and like a huge shitbag. Maybe maybe, like, maybe you're, maybe one of us is Charlie and Steve's like Dennis or something. I don't know. This this we'll we'll talk about this. No, because I think he's like you're dead. Mac 120. percent You're Mac. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Mac at the fucking at the abortion rally or whatever. <laughs> It's funny. It's funny because it, when it's like, "Oh, who would we be?" and it's always Sunny. We don't want to be them. Yeah, like, I don't want to be any of those people. <laughs> it's always, it's always Sunny. Is that's just a TV show about Low Country? <laughs> I just want to be Frank. Like Frank Reynolds, not Frank from Low Country. <laughs> uh, Mill. Yeah, but oddly enough, Boston. Frank Reynolds is Brian's background on his phone. This is just me being pissed off about sports on the air. Uh, Carolina was up 2 nothing and just conceded 4. Oh, fuck. Oh, bummer. I wish I could relate. Yeah. Anyhow. Um, I don't know. I think Larry David's too uh, unrealistic. So I don't know who I would, I would portray as myself. I don't either. If we were kids. Minkus? I don't know. Hmm? No, Minkus. I said if we were doing Minkus, us as like, yeah. kids. I'd fuck with that, though. That'd be so sick. To see Minkus, like, fronting a metalcore band and shit, it'd be so hard. Yeah, then I'd be smart. That'd be cool. His, his kid on Girl Meets World's name is Farkas. That's, that's... Right? I thought it was awful. Farkle. 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 That's worse Farkle. somehow. <laughs> yeah, I know. Alright, y'all wanna bounce? Um, hmm. Yeah, so what are we listening to lately? Oh, word. Um, Today, I listened to The Loved Ones a little bit. Um, I listened to, I listened to, um, uh, Glass Jaw record with, uh, the second Glass Jaw album. Not everything you want to know about Silence, the other one. Worship and Tribute. Worship and Tribute. I listened to Worship and Tribute twice today. Hell yeah. Um, and then I listened to Michelle Branch. Mm. Hell yeah. It was dope. She's so good. Uh, <laughs> over the weekend and into this week. Uh, I've been listening to a shitload of Pedro the Lion. Yo, which Pedro the Lion? Uh, mainly the first two records. Control, I know we had to talk, you, you think Control is the best, right? Control is the best album of all time. Not, I said the best album of all time, that's definitely not something I believe. But it is an insanely perfect, beautiful front-to-back record. Oh my I god, I love that album so much. I think they're all in, like insanely good. I've just been mainly listening to It's Hard to Find a Friend and uh, Winners Never Quit. Winners Never and Quit is then, amazing. Uh, since the last podcast, I'm still binging on Julian Baker, mainly Turn Out the Lights. I actually listened album. to Julian Baker on Friday. I had never listened to Julian Baker before. What'd you think? Not for me. That's fair. It's boring. I don't think it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, that's not. That's kind of the. I like that though. No, like, I like, like the slower stuff. I like. I like slower shit too. I feel like if I was in the right mindset, because like I was on my way to a marina to run a boat, and I was like trying to turn up. It's, so I'm like, see, this is the worst context for this. <laughs> it's definitely not turn up music. That's what I no. would say. But, but I feel uh, like if I like was laying in bed, like zoning out, chilling, 
I'm like, whoa, this is great. So I should probably listen to it in uh, literally any other context than what I listen to it in. Yeah, it's definitely not party music, but uh, I love it nonetheless. Word. You guys are going to have like this huge sound clip of me crunching on a big-ass pretzel. But um, I've just been listening to a ton of Webbed Wing and the new t- uh, Teenage Wrist song still just came I really, really, Yo. really like I I have never really listened to Teenage Wrist. Um, and then I listened to that song. Is that what all Teenage Wrist is like? Yeah. Teenage Wrist is awesome, then. That They're song is incredible. Dope. I really so, like yeah, that song. But, it sounds like, uh, a, like a 90s pop rock song. Well, that's what, they, that's what they are, basically, yeah. I like it a lot. So, um, other than that, um, are we going to play a song? We're going to play our, our friends off the air with a, a song today, this week? Yeah, uh, I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> but, uh, well, whatever you're we'll about discuss. to hear is a song by some of our good friends, and it's awesome. <laughs> we, we um, just for context, we don't have any pre-production meetings, and we don't have any... No, we don't really do any research. No, like, so it's for, like we have a group text with the three of us. And I'm like, yo, you guys want to pod in a few hours? And they're like, yeah, what are we talking about? And someone's like this. And we're like, okay, cool. And that's because we, the extent of it. Yeah. But uh, also because um, I don't, th- we would normally have like, oh, our friends put out a song this week. I don't think anybody, the, the most recent one, when you guys heard the region, like that was brand new. So, but we'll, we'll still, we're going to promote some homies and play some cool shit for y'all. Yeah. I'm just gonna. So anyways, I'm just gonna put like buried on here. No, <laughs> I like that song. Uh, well, fair. You and everybody else. Um. Oh, that's some cocky you. shit to say. Fuck you. No, I mean, no, I mean. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking about because people would always want us to like in the I band. Know what you want mean. Us to, they'd want us to play it, and it's like that's a that's the one you struggle to get through. It's like when we play some people are like play Grave Digger, and I'm like, dude, no, this song is hard as fuck to play. I don't want to play it. But Grave Digger is like a minute and a half. Buried's like four and a half minutes long. Grave Digger is like four minutes long. Is it that long? I feel like it's short. It's, it's got like three verses and a two like three choruses and a slam and a breakdown. When we played Barry. We used to do it last. I'll just I'll I'll end with this. We used to play it last, and we would play that Twin Peaks sound clip. Where it had um, the recording of the clean guitars coming in, so we could jump in on the da na 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 like that, and it would give us a minute to catch our breath before closing our set. And then we tried opening with it a few times, like we did it when we played with you guys the first time, and it just kicked our ass. I would be dead the rest of the set. That's why we could never open with Gravedigger, because Chris would be dead with the rest of the set, so we'd always close with it. Well, that's why you you think it's a good idea to, to to yell in a band. And then you're like, oh, I'm out of fucking shape. Yeah. And like every place you play is a bunch of people in there smoking cigarettes. So you can't breathe. Yeah. Mm, that's the only song that we'll actually have to play. It's, like the one who is, is casualty. That's the one people actually. And, if uh, I wanted to put a stolaway song on the end of an episode, I would want to put space on there. Cool. Yeah, but we did that on the, you guys did that on the old pod. Yeah, yeah, we did. Good call. Okay, then we'll do All a right, new anyways, one down the road. I'll close. With, I'll close with this. If you want to see a cool show about a '90s sitcom star whose life completely spirals, watch BoJack Horseman. You probably have that already. <laughs> it's a big show. That's true. That's right, well, I love it. I love it. For though. for Larry the Printer, and for Fact Ass Steve, I'm what Will. Peace out. Thanks for listening and joining, and please enjoy some tunes. Enjoy some tunes, and don't forget to wear a mask when you go to Target. Peace. Peace.